Welcome everyone. My name is Jamie Schaefer and um, welcome to my podcast, um, Perfectly Imperfect. Um, I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about comparison today. Um, It's definitely something that uh, we all do. And um, I think that I have always compared myself to someone else until recently. But let's be real. (laughs) Um, Even recently, I've compared myself. I mean, this podcast is new to me. So when I started it, I was like, should I do it like so-and-so? And does my voice sound like such and such? Okay, so whose podcast is this? Is it my pad- podcast or is it so-and-so's or such-and-such's podcast? Stop comparing! <laughs> if God wanted my podcast to be like theirs, then he would have asked me to do something else with my talents. He wouldn't need my podcast. He already has so-and-so and such-and-suches. And then I think about... When did I start to care about what others thought of me? Or when did I start to want what others had? And the first time that sticks out in my head was in fourth grade when I wanted this girl's sneakers. She was new and just seemed so cool. She had tree torn sneakers. I had to have her sneakers. Not her exact ones, but those same brand. I thought it would make me cool like her. The next thing I remember was in middle school when everyone who was anyone bought their clothes from Express at the mall. Not just anything from there, but this one certain sweater. It was a cardigan sweater and you would, it would have a deep V and you would button it up. And then there was another one that looked like the college, the college sweaters with the different colored V neck, neckline. The other thing was to carry this one certain style of, of tote bag from Esprit. It had cute little pockets on the outside to put your pencils and pens and your calculator. And it was super big on the inside. You could fit all your school books in it and sling it over your shoulder. Needless to say, I did not have that sweater and I finally got the bag, but I had to use the money that I made at the yard sale the last weekend in May. So by the time that I got the bag, the fad was almost over. Next year would bring a new fad, and that bag would not be acceptable anymore. (laughs) The last thing that needed to be done is to make my bangs stand as high as I could possibly get them. This didn't happen either because um, I had decided to grow my bangs out super long, you know, so I could pull them back in a half, half ponytail on top of my head. And um, one day I tried to curl them and of course they wouldn't curl because they were too heavy and it was a day of church and my mom quickly 
cut my bangs off and she cut them too short. And of course, youth choir was singing that day in church and I had to, I'm four foot nothing and had to stand in the front row with these very short bangs that would not curl. <laughs> How embarrassing. <laughs> but um, yeah, so needless to say, they did not stand very tall. This went on all through high school even, not as bad as middle school, but still it was happening. Comparison. And then you would think that comparison would stop after school ended. It doesn't. Once I became an adult, I started to compare myself to celebrities. I didn't have the things that everybody had in, in, in when I was in middle school. And to needless to say, I was not cool and was very awkward and bullied. <laughs> so once I became an adult and I made my own money, I could get the things. So I began to want what the celebrities had. And Jessica Simpson was my favorite. We are both short and had the same type of style. And I had to have everything that she had. Okay, maybe not everything because I couldn't afford everything she had. But if I didn't look like her, then I was not happy. I went to a party one time, a cute little pool party. And I pulled up in my little Volkswagen convertible and I had on my platform sandals and my long, my flared jean, my flared low rise jeans and my cute little juicy couture knockoff smocked tube top. And this girl said, and my blonde hair and this girl said, you look so much like Jessica Simpson. And I was on cloud nine. I had succeeded. I even started to act a little silly like her. <laughs> Comparison. By the way, I still think that she is great, but I am glad that I'm not her. Because I'm listening to her book currently, and she has a nice life now, but she's had a really rough life. So the grass isn't always greener on the other side. I then decided that a Facebook page would be a wonderful thing to have. Everyone else had one, so I had to join in. That is when the comparison as an adult definitely was birthed. So-and-so's kids are getting awards in school. They must be perfect parents. Such-and-such's husband posted so-and-so's birthday and how wonderful she is. She must be the perfect wife comparison. I, of course, had none of that going on in my life. It's just not my husband's way. And that was tough for me to accept. <laughs> I was just trying to keep my life together. Something that was supposed to be fun was becoming a big reminder of how not perfect I was and still am. I wanted their perfect life. I believe that the comparing leads to coveting. I looked up the word covet online. It means to yearn to possess or have something. Some of you may be wondering where you have heard that word before. That would be because you have. It is the 10th of the 10 commandments. 
Turn with me to Exodus 20, verse 17. Okay, so that says, Do not covet your neighbor's house. Do not covet your neighbor's wife, his male or female servant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. When I was comparing my life to my friends' lives, I was secretly coveting their life. I wanted my kid to be winning awards and wanted my husband to post on Facebook how much I mean to him. By the way, I know how how much I mean to him. He tells me every day. But there was something about the fact that not everybody knew how he feels about me. Well, now you do. And I love him a lot more than he'll ever know. But I wanted their lives. When I compared myself to Jessica Simpson, I wanted her life. When I wanted that special bag in sixth grade and the big hair, I wanted to be cool as the other girls. When I wanted the girls' sneakers in fourth grade, I wanted her life. She had not only had the sneakers, she had a horse. I loved horses in fourth grade. I was coveting their lives. I broke the 10th commandment. Don't get me wrong. It is okay to see a sweater that your friend is wearing and then run right out and get it too. That's really okay. There is nothing wrong with that. That's flattery. That is that is just wanting their sweater. That's I guess it is coveting, but it's not as like deeply coveting as wanting their life. When you want to be that person, then that is unhealthy. I think that the comparisons on Facebook are the worst of the unhealthy comparisons. Everyone looks so perfect and happy all of the time. And as I've said before, Pastor Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church has said this best. He said, one of the main reasons we struggle with insecurity, we're comparing our behind the scenes with everybody else's highlight reel. This is so true. We want everybody to see our best sides. I am sure that if we looked close enough, we would see that the people that we are comparing ourselves to are also struggling with something. We need to stop coveting their life and focus on our own lives. Turn with me to Ecclesiastes 9. 11. Okay, Ecclesiastes 9:11. Again I saw under the sun that the race is not too swift or the battle to this I'm sorry, let me start again. Again I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift or the battle to the strong or bread to the wise or riches to the discerning or favor to the skillful. Rather, time and chance happen to all of them. Okay, so what that's basically saying is that everyone, no matter your status, your 
um, your, how wise you are, etc. Okay. Everyone will eventually go through something that is trying. However, they are probably not going to share it with the entire world. Remember that the grass is not always greener on the other side. They may have a lot of money, but maybe their husband has to travel a lot and be away from the family in order to have all of that money or do all those fancy things. It might not just be the husband, it could be the wife instead. When I... Women definitely travel <laughs> for their jobs. I know that. But somebody may have to travel in order for their family to have all of those fancy things that they have that you want, that you're coveting. That's a hard life. I guess what I mean is that there are sacrifices that have to be made for them to have that perfect life. I personally don't think I'd be able to live that life. When I start to compare again, I remember that God made me who I am, wonderfully and fearfully. He made all of us different. There is no one who is the exact same. Even twins have different personalities. We are all meant to live different lives. I almost think that comparing my life and coveting someone else's life is insulting to God. He has a plan for me that he made before I was even a thought here on earth. When I compare or want someone else's life, I am basically saying to him that I don't approve of his plan for me. Think about that. I am basically telling the creator of the universe that he was wrong. <laughs> okay, the only perfect being ever. I'm telling him that he's wrong. I've started to finally find out at the age of 41 what he wants me to do with my life. And I wonder if I had not done all of that wishing and comparing and focused more on what he wanted instead of what I wanted if I would have found my gift sooner. Do you know what? I can't dwell on that now because I can't change the past. But I can definitely focus on what I should be focusing on in, for the future. So I challenge you to stop the comparisons. Be happy for the perfect times in your friends' lives. Remind yourself that no one's life is perfect. You will find that when you are happy for your friend without wanting what they have, then you will be overall happier in your own life. Start being grateful for what you have and you won't want what others have. Stay focused on your relationship with God. He will tell you how to be happy. I promise that he will. I am living proof of that. As soon as I started to focus on my relationship with him, then I stopped caring what others had. It is true that he is all that I truly need. I'm praying for all of you 
And I'm also challenging us to maybe put down the phones, the Facebook, the Instagram. I'm not saying totally put it away, but maybe pick it up a little bit less so that we can focus more on what is around us and the things that we already have and should be grateful for than sitting there and scrolling and wanting more of what we don't have and what others have. Stop comparing. Stop coveting. Until next time, everybody. Be blessed.